And welcome back to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limit 102. My name is John Keeley, joined in the studio there by Anne Keeley and Father Michal Liston. Father Michal, uh, this is a very special day today, St. Patrick's Day, the 17th of March. You've been invited in this morning to speak to us about a lot of things, but specifically St. Patrick. What would you like to share with us this morning about St. Patrick? For me, St. Patrick is a person who, I suppose in a way, suffered a lot in his youth. Okay. And it was hurt, both by his own and uh, being taken as a slave and yeah. in exile and mm. minding pigs and escaping and suffered a lot. Mm. And But in the middle of all of that, he became conscious that God was talking to him, that God was, the presence of God maybe is the best word. Okay. When he was in, in the mountains and the hills, he was praying. Yeah. And that the sense of the presence of God and that through prayer, he could talk to God mm. and he could hear God. And I think that uh, sense, if any of us today, this morning here, and there's so much talk about drinking St. Patrick's Day and are giving out about it or doing it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if we could let that aside and just think of Patrick in his messing and his work and he discovering that the mysterious presence of God is here. Well, if he was on the mountainside with Patrick minding pigs, he's with you now driving a car or at home around at the, at the fire or having your breakfast or wherever in hospital. God is present here and he's fond of you. He has time for you. He had time for Patrick and Patrick talked about how he had walked away from God like mm. the prodigal son. He'd forgotten all about God. And maybe we sometimes are careless and lazy or whatever, whatever. And maybe we're practical people and we're busy or whatever, whatever. But now maybe we're sick. Now mm. maybe we have time in our hands. Well, God is here like he was for Patrick. I think that's one basic point for me mm. about St. Patrick. Then there is the extraordinary thing of when he felt the call to come back to Ireland where he had been abused. In some way, through the grace of God, he found the generosity of heart to come back and share the most precious thing in his life, in his experience, the presence of God, the goodness of God, the abundance of God's grace. And he came back and he poured that out year after year. And then when people responded and he saw many men and women becoming Christians, becoming priests and monks and nuns, he just was so overwhelmed with thanking God me, with all my mess and all my limitations, it is God who has, who has done this. Yeah. It is like Mary. He who is mighty has looked on the lowliness of her servant. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, I love that in St. Patrick's Day, that a human being uh, giving glory to God. And the glory is God's because Patrick himself knew he, was, he had messed up certain things. And he knew that a lot of the people among whom he was living, they were messers too. 
And today, all Christians aren't holy, all priests and all of us aren't holy. But that isn't the point. It is the affection of God for us. It is the abundance of his grace. And that if we can, uh, through goodness, through prayer, through humility, through sharing, allow that spirit of that came into party, that Holy Spirit of self-giving and thanks to God and for others. We'll be really, I think, getting in touch with uh, the spirit of Patrick that has been in this island for a long time now and giving meaning and meaning to thousands of lives can give meaning to our lives too. Quietly, that God is here and he has a heart for us, or a sheer grow affection, uh, not because we are good. If we are sinners, it, it, like the prodigal son, it, the heart of the father is to wrap us in the best robe and put a ring in our fingers and kill the calf. That affection, that's St. Patrick for me, who thanks God and couldn't stop pouring out thanks to God for what his grace had accomplished in his human life. That beautiful thing there, Father. I mean, that's uh, that's only beautiful, Father. There's a f- few times you mentioned there the presence of God, and uh, for myself anyway, um, I, I I can't help thinking of the wonderful gift that we in Ireland have been given. This gift of handing the faith down from Patrick to ourselves, but the faith. I don't mean the faith. What I mean is this this concept of the presence of God. It's oh, such a yeah, wonderful such gift. A few, and we had the story of the burning bush there recently yeah, in yeah. one of our Sunday Masses. And uh, I remember the first time I heard it in Ben Og National School. Mm-hmm. Take off your feet for where you stand this... Take off your shoes yeah. for where you stand this holy, holy ground. ground yeah. And uh, there's something uh, beautiful about the sense we were given of the presence in the Blessed Sacrament. Maybe we could have developed a better sense of the presence in the poor, the presence of of the, those who are hurt and who are abandoned. Mm. And maybe that's one of the things that the Pope is already calling us to, yeah. a sense of the presence of God in the poor, in the forgotten, the left aside, in the, the dignity of the unimportant. Yeah that here and in each other, in all of us, and in all creation, the presence of God. And it's not really epitomised in that wonderful piece of music that we'll play shortly, the deer's cry. Yes. I arise today. That's right. Through the strength of heaven, light of the sun, splendour of fire. I arise today through God's strength to pilot me. If we only just cop that on sometimes, that whenever I wake up in the morning... The reason why I wake up is because God is there to help me out. And then I can go through my day as best I can with the strength of God to pilot me. And that's the presence of God again, isn't it? It is. Amen. Amen. Every second. And and it's an affectionate presence. Yeah. uh, Yes. uh, As we found out last week in the Gospel, and we'll find out today about the Gospel, this loving presence of God that just wants to, as you often say, he's still mad about us. And no matter I, where I love we the are. sense too of, and I think it was in St. Peter's Square when the Pope was, was presented, a healing, joyful presence. Yeah. A joyful presence that is healing. Mm. 
And it is, in one sense, we are told that our world today is a secular world, nihilistic, materialistic. I was going to say blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if we can have the courage to see there is joy too, and there's a healing joy, if we will allow ourselves be anointed with that, the oil of that joy to be for our wounds. Beautiful. I think we might, we might leave the second part of the program, but I think um, maybe your parting words could be summed up in to allow this day to be an opportunity for us to reflect on the presence of God. Amen. We might just go out with a piece of music now, as promised. We might play this beautiful piece of music. Um, I'm tempted to say, the presence of the God, whoever presents you with your dinner today. <laughs> isn't that a lovely one to have as well, isn't it? We might go out anyway with this piece of music, and it's entitled The Tears Cry, or it's in Patrick's Best Plate, and it's sung by Angelina. Let's hear this. Shield to 